to Successful Iranians podcast. And we've got a podcast today where we're going to talk about all Finn's business and entrepreneurialism. And we've got a very successful entrepreneur here today. It's a guy called Mo Sarimi. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good to see you. Great. So a little bit about Mo for all of those of you listening in. He was born in Tehran, came to the US at the age of 17, a year before the Iranian Revolution, studied chemistry in Long Island, NYMSU and University of Minnesota, married with a wonderful daughter who's half American, half Iranian, and for the last 25 years has been the CEO and founder of Bell International Labs, which is a research and contract manufacturing company of consumer health products in Minnesota. Currently, Bell is the largest manufacturer of mineral sun care in the US with over 350 employees. The company plans to open up two tech centers in Miami, Florida, and Barcelona, Spain in 2024 and 2025. And Wall Street valuation of Bell is 620 million as of nine, as of 2022 and is anticipated to be over 1.5 billion by 2025. Yes, you heard it right, but 620 million in 2022 and then 1.5 billion in 2025. It's a topic which is spoken about all over social media, all over the internet. Everyone seems to be wanting to become an entrepreneur. They want to be the next Elon Musk, the next Jeff Bezos, the next Mo Sarimi. How did it all start for you? I worked for other organization prior to have my own consulting. And I always knew from the day one that I started working for others that I'd like to one day have my own place either consulting or a company that does in the consumer health. With that goal in mind, work hard and get to where I am today, wasn't like overnight visual thinking, visual dream. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Because when it comes to entrepreneurialism, it's not for the faint-hearted. Now 10 startups fail within 6 to 10 years. 94% of entrepreneurs never even earn six figures. Only 2% earn seven figures. Only 1% around that sum become a successful scale-up. And about 0.001% ever become a unicorn, which your valuation looks like is heading towards. So what was the big break? And did them come naturally to you? Was it always in your blood? I can't answer that question. It's tough for me today because I'm not always a driver. I wanted to do good, but I wanted to be a good chemist. I wanted to be a good manager. So I wanted to do best wherever I was, wherever situation I was. So the entrepreneur did it. If you want to be good at something, you're definitely going to be successful. And it doesn't have to be having your own company. It could be anything else. I have an amazing group of the people who work for me. They're extremely successful. Makes six figures salary very well off, but they don't want to be entrepreneur, which is perfectly okay. I think entrepreneurial is either with you or not. That's how I look at it. Now, many people want to have their own business, which is good. Having and thinking that way is just the essence of capitalism, which is good. But to get to the next step requires focus hard work, and learn your craft, whatever that is. A lot of people say, I'm going to have, I'm going to come up with some ideas. That's good. I like that, especially 
in today's young people. Good, good to have ideas. But in order to get to that point, you really need to work hard and you need to focus. There's going to be a lot of things going on in your life that is going to deviate you from your main goal. Just to stick with it, you'll be successful. I have no doubt about it. But you have to learn your practice. You have to learn the area that you are in. Otherwise, it will be, you know, as you said, nine out of 10 are going to be going down. So, and you have to take the risk in the right time. Calculated risk. That's the thing, though, isn't it? The fear of risk versus the desire for change, to change your life, to change your situation, to become who you want to become. And the vast majority, they live in the shadows of fear. So it holds them back. And as you said, it's the difference between calculated risk and reckless risk. Any thoughts on that? Calculated risk is define you as a person who is going to do it right in the right moment. And the, and the risk itself is like for visual thinking. Now, of course, that type of the risk is never going to end up in the right place. Calculated risk is good. When I was one, when I wanted to have my own consulting, I knew that risk it, to risk quitting my job and then go to something that is, could be fist or feminine at any time is not the right thing to do. So I work full time job and aside. I did consulting until I gained enough clients to say, okay, now I'm going to fall. So it was very hard, but I did calculated risks. A lot of people have businesses, Mo, but they don't scale up like you did and you have done. So how, what's the mindset shift from going, being a solo or a small business founder to an SME to then becoming something truly big? How did you manage to go about it and your mindsets do that? As you said, only 0.1% of the people, they get to that point. I'm a very pro-capitalism. I think businesses at any level is good. It's the fact that you want to do something with your life. The fact that you want to create something with your life. Small, mid, or big, that doesn't matter. As long as you have that control that you want to have. But to get to that point in wherever industry that you are, it requires for you to really put everything else on hold, including your personal life. If you look at some of the most successful business people, they don't have a very good life <laughs> in a personal life uh, because they have sacrificed so much. The goal was to get to the point, and not from the greed the standpoint of greed, but the standpoint of self-satisfaction and being able to do what they wanted to do, create an organization that have an amazing group of people working there. So to do that, again, is focus, sacrifice time. There was time that my friends would go out and say, hey, you want to join us? No, I'm busy. I got to do research. I got to do this. I got to do that. I spent probably 15 to 20 years of my life, just even today, just focus on doing and the researching in my area, in my consumer health area. I'm never satisfied with the knowledge, mediocre knowledge. Always wanted to do what's out there, what's the trend out there, what's the new technologies out there. So that makes you different. That 0.1% that make it to the top, 
you look at the Elon Musk, if you look at Jeff Bezos and the rest, or that drive that they have. Yeah, you look at them, they have amazed privately. They're always worried. They're always thinking about things. Jeff Bezos, even though he's a very, probably first or second person as far as wealth is concerned, you always think about, oh my God, his organization is going to, someday there's going to be end to this. This is in the back of every one of us mind that we need to be a step or two ahead of current business trend. And that's what makes you successful. Fascinating thoughts because straight away, it, it brings to my attention and my mind, Nokia, which was one of my clients when I was the, uh, the lead head, global headhunter for them. And they went through absolute market domination. And in their history, they evolved from making boots uh, for the Russian army to then going into the world of mobile phones, et cetera, et cetera. But they stopped being able to do things as quickly and as rapidly in terms of implementation and execution. So what brought them there then became this giant kind of Titanic boat. So although they had more patents than Apple and other companies, and it was a great working environment, they weren't able to effectively execute either the mass volume market, which they were getting beaten with by the likes of Samsung, HTC, or the high end with Apple. And then you got Blockbuster with Netflix. I think Blockbuster were offered at one point Netflix. They turned it down. If I tell my kids something called the video, they say, what? In their kind of vocabulary. So it's, in essence, if you don't evolve, you become extinct, yes. you die out. It's a great point that you mentioned there. Do you think entrepreneurs are born or are they made? I think a little bit of both. I don't think it's one way or another. You could be in a family that is a very business-driven family and yet become nobody. And you could be in a family, a middle-class family, that everybody is happy what they do, and but you have this drive that you want to do something better than your member of your family. And then, of course, your exposure to business and how you look at it. But I think it has a little bit of both. I don't think it's born or I don't think it's completely made. You have to have definitely drive. You have to have that tenacity that you want to do something for yourself. But also, you have to be exposed in the right time, in the right place. That is a very big element of the entrepreneurship as well. Of course, mentorship. I do a lot of mentoring these days to some of the people in my organization that I know they are the future leader. I had a VP of operation. He's 30 years old, but this guy is so impressive that I see myself when I was younger in him and accept that he's probably smarter than me. And I want to mentor this guy. I know he can make it. I know it could be a future CEO of the bill. And so there are, and these days I do a lot of mentorship and mentoring of a lot of different people within my organization and others who want to be in the consumer health and they have ideas and never put any ideas down. As I said, pro-capitalism, and I will talk to them. I'll direct them to where they need to go. And is it, again, is up to them. But yeah, I think is to, to get back to it, question, yes, you have to have that genetic that you want to be successful, also your exposure to business and the right person. 
Yeah, because timing is everything in life. It really is. And without it, no matter who you are, it's not going to happen. Because with all of this, when it cut, most people, they just look for that big opportunity. They want that opportunity. But at times, people fail to see the opportunity or grab the opportunity or think another one will come later down the line. But nothing's a given. And it's about being able to spot it and ride that wave. Often, very successful people in, in the world of sport, for example, there, there's a question that was asked of Roger Federer. Did you ever imagine that you'd be as successful as you were? He said, I had the dream of wanting to win Wimbledon and, and everything else, but I just rode that wave. And I've rode that wave as long and as hard as I uh, possibly can. And some people, they don't even get the, to ride away because they get crushed by it or they sit in a puddle. When it comes to all of this, you put born in Iran, made in America. And how was it for you as a 17-year-old Iranian immigrant coming from a revolution country in terms of being able to adapt, start a whole new life, different language altogether fully. What was that like, really? It wasn't easy. I lost the country that I loved during the show. I wasn't going to go back to a country that is dark. The only thing they see is war. That wasn't for me. Therefore, I was very appreciative that I stayed here. I made a decision not to go to war, not to be in that situation, but yet being a country that I need to work hard to prove myself. And any job that I had, I worked really twice more than any other American people, just to make sure that they understand. I don't take this for granted. I have a life is being given to me in this country. I want to do good. So therefore, yes, it was hard, but it was harder for my friends who were in Iran and who were some of them died in the war or some of them got executed. So that, compared to that, nothing is that different. Not the perspective, because having lived in Iran for four years during the Iran-Iraq war, coming to the UK, not being able to speak a word of English, I always say to people, we can't control what we're born into, but we can control how we react to things. And it shows your ability, the way you react, your resilience of being able to push on. And we've spoken about the fact that how highly successful people like yourself, and they have that drive. But there comes that side effect of sacrifice. And you see it with Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, their marriage is breaking down. I think also with Bill Gates, et cetera, et cetera. Because some people argue that you can't possibly be that successful, multi-billionaire, without something given because of this relentless mindset to achieve. What You mentioned briefly some of the sacrifices, but what's been the hardest lessons that you've had to endure in your life? From the personal life, the only regret that I have, that I wasn't around my daughter as she was growing up, as much as I wanted to, wasn't into her you have saw of the different things that she was in. So that is one area today that I regret. I wish I would be able to spend more time. That's the only regret that I wasn't there when my daughter was born. It does come with some sort of price, like I said it in the beginning. Everyone is different. For me, it was mainly I think about the days that she needed me as in terms of what you said, you've mentioned it a few times about your work ethic, how you outworked most within your area. 
because of that drive. Yeah. And it brings me back to a famous quote by a world-class leading iconic manager, Alex Ferguson of Manchester United. If any of you out listening out there, they think, what's this Alex Ferguson and what's football in the US? But just Google him, look him up. He was a serial winning machine. And he once said, hard work is a talent. Hard work is a talent and not everybody has it. Would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially today. Unfortunately, we're looking at 30 hours work. That is not going to make the future leaders. It's just making them more dependent. Yeah, absolutely. What a, what a great statement. What a talent that you can acquire. It's not a genetic talent. You just have to. Empathy is a genetic today's science. But hard work is not genetic. You can do this if you are focused and if you want to really get to the next level in you. And it's true. The problem is we live in an instant gratification culture now. And people want everything now. Where's my results? I want it now. And that's the situation we're in. Or get rich schemes where people get scammed because they think, oh, if I listen to this, that's why a lot of people went into crypto and went into the cryptocurrency world thinking, oh, look, all these people on TikTok and everything with their Rolls Royces and the Bentleys. If I just do that, I'll be able, I'll be set up for life. That is absolutely true. I tell like, people, especially younger people who want to be successful, I always tell them, pay your dues. It doesn't come tomorrow to make sure that you do work hard and you pay your dues. And if you're going to be self-millionaire from social media, rest be assured, if that guy was really successful, he would not have that social media to teach you how to become a millionaire. No millionaire wants to give out their, no successful person wants to give up their secret. Just be your own. Instant gratification is the enemy of the entrepreneurs. It's actually the opposite. Delayed gratification would be a recipe for success rather than anything else. Absolutely. Look, everyone can come up with ideas. It's difficult nowadays to think of originality in terms of uniqueness of ideas because you feel, oh, I, th- I thought something, and then you Google it, someone else has done it or someone else has thought of it, unless you're an inventor or yeah. some kind of genius and something else. And Richard Branson once said, if you're not going to do something different, do something better. Spot the gap. Try to improve what there is in terms of differentiator. Do you think it's the implementation and the execution around a business that's the key rather than just simply an idea? Because people could take your idea, Mo, but how are they going to implement it and execute it like you to be successful? Yeah, again, as I mentioned before, Ideas are good. I always like to hear ideas. Ideas are amazing. Ideas is what makes us human to be different than other species. However, as I said, in any kind of the area that you are in, you have to educate yourself. It is engineering. You've got to know everything about the areas that you have the ideas. If you sleep and you get up in the morning and I have an idea, that doesn't go anywhere. The ideas that come with educated person who has had years of training, that to me is more valuable than somebody comes, oh, I have an idea. Let's see if we can do this. That doesn't, 99.9% of those ideas maybe already existed and won't go anywhere. And unfortunately, most of the entrepreneurs today's 
the audacity. You have to educate yourself. You have to read yourself. You have to go to college necessary, but educate yourself about the area in which you want to have the idea for. You can't come up with the, let's say, a supplement if you heard a few ingredients are making some differences in your body. You got to know everything about that industry. You study every ingredient. You read so much. And that's what, as I said, the instant gratification is not going to work out. So you need, it will take years before that idea that you have could actually amount to something. Yes, my point is you want to be good at, you want to be good at something, you need to read and study and educate yourself in that area. So what yeah. would the old yeah. Mo say to the younger Mo? The only thing is that I, and by the way, even my success comes with the failures. It wasn't always success. There are things that you take and they don't, I just want to make sure that the younger more knows that it's going to work out. You have to be patient, a little bit more patient. I was also impatient about want to get to that point, but then I realized, okay, this idea didn't work out. Don't beat yourself. Something else is going to come up. That's the only Yeah, Be patient. You're doing it right. You're working towards it. It will happen. And it did happen. In love with the process, that failure is just that road to eventual success rather than being beaten up by it. And so many successful people that I've interviewed have, have said the same thing. And as we're coming towards the end of this podcast, what has surprised you in your career and your life? The number of surprises that I've seen is many things, but one that in particular in the health and beauty and all consumer health, about six years ago, seven years ago, we were the largest manufacturer of sun care. Everything was chemical. I come across this Egyptian literature that the ancient Egyptians were using zinc oxide, zinc actually, for prevention of the sunburn. I realized that there is a lot with the zinc, uh, zinc and zinc oxide. So focus on a mineral sun care, six, seven years, about seven years ago. At that time, everybody thought I was absolutely crazy. This trend will go down. But I knew something about chemical, and that was sooner or later, these chemicals are going to be in the area, it, it, uh, are going to be obsolete. And people are going to realize that there is, they are harmful. Because I was reading, again, reading John Hopkins, reading uh, Mayo Clinic, some of the studies that's been done, harmful chemicals, especially in the sun care, active ingredients, chemical. And I said, no, this is going to come up. So I bought the equipment. I sat on it for three years. Rest is the history. Mineral sun care is now number one in the United States and becoming in Europe. And the nice thing is my company is now working with many Europeans, big European brands to bring the technology in Europe. So that surprised me. That surprise was beautiful surprise. And today I can tell you. Fascinating. I did not know that one bit. And his testimony to your character, he seemed like someone who's constantly looking out there to improve, to have an edge, to self-educate. You don't rest on your laurels. These are all kind of key qualities. So when it comes to this, and the final question really, what does success now look like for you in your life moving forwards? And the second part of the question, what do you think it takes now to be successful? 
any people that want to go into entrepreneurialism now that are listening, uh, listening to this or thinking about starting their own business? Answer your second part of your question. Again, I'm going to repeat myself. You need to be up to date and educate yourself in the area that you are in. It doesn't matter what it is. If you want to be a good dermatologist, you need to really be the best of the best. And then your idea comes in and you can be who you want to be. Now, the first part of your question is that through all of this, the mentorship that I do and I give to mentoring that I do with my people and others is is what I enjoy more than anything else. I want to make sure that especially young people, they come out of this right now time. Now I want to be rich now. I want to do this now. I want to teach them that it takes time. It takes some hardship. But this hardship is nothing in a country that provides, in a places that provide everything for you. Access to information. You look at Iran. You look at my country of birth, you don't even have the access to information. You have to have all these different applications in order to get a simple question answered. So you're in a free country, enjoy it, cherish it, and make sure you are a good part of this. To me, is mentoring people is just so important, especially the young people. That's what I enjoy these days. Thank you so much, Khalil Mamoun, for that and those pearls of wisdom because I think that's what people are looking for. We're bombarded by information, but people are craving wisdom and, and having that wisdom passed down. This podcast is all about promoting the best and the good of Iranians all over the world to be that role model because in the end, we all need role models and mentors. We're not born into this world with knowledge and experience it might be your dad, it might be your granddad, it might be a colleague, it might be someone at work who's your boss, whoever it is. Take hold of it, absorb it, suck it up because it's invaluable. Any contact details if people want to reach out for you or, or, or anything else that you would like to give to, to the audience? Sure. Uh, they can uh, go to our website, uh, www.com. And then they can review our website. And if there is anything, there's an inbox sales, an idea. And so anybody has any idea, anybody wants to contact me, if I have the time, I certainly will respond back. And yes, so that's the best way to get a hold of me. Thank you so much. This has been Successful Iranians. And this has been Mo Sarimi. Thank you so 